and welcome back to the TLC. I am Madison and I am here with Akansha. Hi, I hope everyone had an amazing week so far. Today is so exciting because we have an amazing special guest today. I am so excited because we have Josie Santi with us today. Um, our interview with her is absolutely amazing, so please stick around. She is a holistic health coach who recently started her own wellness company, Wellness by Josie. She chats with us about how she got her start with holistic wellness, and she's from a conscious, beautiful hometown, Chicago. Um, how cool. She recently moved out to sunny and beautiful Los Angeles. She shares with us her experience of starting her own business at a young age. She's in her 20s. How she got into plant-based eating, her experience with the School of Integrated Nutrition, her three drink rule and why she came up with the idea her journey with becoming a health coach helping others and her philosophy how she combats mental health she's honestly such a girl boss and so easy to talk to this interview was absolutely amazing i don't even consider an interview because we literally were able to talk to her for hours she is so cool so sweet so nice and she gives some great tips throughout the episode so without further ado please welcome josie santi josie we are so excited to have you here with us today so excited. I'm so excited to be here. You guys are so awesome, and I can't wait to talk to you about all the good stuff. Yay. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So let's just get right into the nitty-gritty. What yeah. made you decide to get into health and wellness? So this is such a, a loaded question. I've always been really interested in nutrition, kind of. I always say kind of because, like, I'm a big fan of food and it's not necessarily healthy food, but I, I have always, um, appreciated, I guess, like what, what is in fruits and vegetables that kind of can like make our body work and give us energy and like that, the basic stuff. My, my mom was always interested in it. So I think just like growing up, having the knowledge kind of got me interested in it, but I had always wanted to be in fashion. Um, so I went to school for English, um, thinking I would become a you know, work for a fashion magazine and like do the whole like devil wears Prada thing. And then I had taken a religion course because um, I was just like interested in it. And then that teacher convinced me to try it out as a double major. So I added as a major totally for fun. Um, I had no intention of using it. And in that major, I had taken a class on Ayurveda, which is an ancient, you know, form of medicine. Um, And that was like, it kind of like clicked for me. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard of in my whole life. Um, So I just got even more interested in like the spiritual aspect of wellness and how the body and mind are like interconnected and how we can use food as well as like stress relief and movement and um, being happy. Like that's a big thing for me, obviously, how we can use that all together for like optimal wellness and, you know, using health to be happy rather than like health being the end goal. Um, so that's kind of how I got interested in it, just kind of learning about kind of like the ancient practices actually in college classes. And then um, I just, you know, was reading more, got more and more interested. And then finally I was like, I'm kind of over the the fashion thing. I still love fashion, but like I'm over that route um, and I'm ready to, you know, go more into health and wellness and, I had just made so many changes in myself that it it felt like so many light bulbs clicking in my head all the time. And, and, you know, it's kind of like the moment I had the moment of like, what was I doing before this? Like before I realized this path and that sounds so cheesy to say path, but, (laughs) but it it really is kind of like a, um, 
I, it felt like such a life change for me. And I, I had known so many women. I'm, I've always been a big girl's girl, always have loved my female connections and uh, my family is all full of women. So I had just known how many women were struggling with um, not feeling confident in their bodies, not having a good relationship with food, with things like acne and lack of energy and bad periods and all of this stuff. And I, I just realized like I've been struggling with all these things my whole life and I realized the way out and I wanted to be able to train myself so that I can give other women the way out as well. And like to find, um, I guess like the way to live your best life. Like it's simple, but that's kind of, kind of wow. the basics of it. So wow. I know that was a long explanation, but that's no, basically my, that was, my story. That was that's, actually like amazing. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's crazy how like a class can like change your mind on yeah. certain things. And it was like something so small about like, you know, back in the day, like they used to just eat grains and very like healthy foods yeah, and they right. used herbs and teas to heal their body. Exactly. And I think I that's, mean, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up with all that because, like, in Ayurvedic and medicine is pretty big in Indian culture. Yes. So I think it's really awesome that you, like, found that something that you really wanted to embrace and encompass and kind of use as, like, the guidance to how you want to, like, improve your life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. And it's it must have been so cool. I would love to hear sometime. I know we don't have all the time in the world now, but just, like, what it was like for you growing up in it because I only got to see it from like an academic like study perspective. rather perspective rather than like this is implemented into my life just like western medicine just like yep. you know all the <laughs> things that we're used to so I would love to know what what that's like but it it was kind of like the the turning point for me because up until that point I had thought of nutrition and wellness as like you know carbs proteins fats like that like <laughs> that was the way I thought of like wellness yeah. And like that just was not for me, like it never clicked in that way. And then I, I Ayurveda was so much about like every body is different and then your body and what you eat is associated with how you are spiritually, how you are mentally. And to me, I was like, that shit is cool. You know, like that, it made like all the difference in the world. So it's such a, a cool thing. And so exactly, it was like the, the big turning point for me for sure. That's so crazy. It's so cool. And yeah, so I, you know, and I was stalking her Instagram and I've actually (laughs) been doing Saqqara for a very long time. And I didn't know that you were into it either. Like it just didn't click. And I was reading what you said about why you love it. And I'm Mm -hmm. just going to read it right here. You say, like, I have more energy than usual. I feel happier. My point in sharing this is to show you the unmatched power that plants can have over your entire life. Your body will heal itself when given the chance. Yes. And, like, I was diagnosed with IBS, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so doing, like, a I do plant-based every now and then. And when I do Saqqara plant-based, my body, like, I sleep better. I'm, like, have way more energy my stomach my like bowel movements are regular tmi but like it's so much no but like like i have horrible stomach issues and like it literally feels like nothing's wrong when i'm you know listening to my body yes yeah wait so quick backtrack give me a little background on sakara like what it is like 
and all that. Okay, Sakar. So I should be like the spokesperson for Sakar because I feel like I tell everybody about it. Just because I, I, I think of all the companies and I try out a thousand wellness companies. Maybe that was an exaggeration, but I try it a lot. And Sakar will always be my favorite because not only of like their products are so high quality and like so impactful and life changing, but it's like their mission is so in line with mine. So um, I feel very strongly about spreading their message um so basically it it actually was started by uh, a few two women who they both went to the same nutrition school that I went to so oh. that's you know obviously I've never met them sadly I'm obsessed with both oh. both of the founders but um, <laughs> they're so cool they're so cool aren't they they're like awesome so and like cool. spiritual and they're just like awesome so um but basically it started because one of them had a lot of body image issues and then the other had a lot of acne problems very uncontrollably and then they both kind of found kind of like exactly my my story of like they found the way out by eating plants and using food as medicine so then they wanted to give that to other people so it started with a meal delivery service that's all plant-based um and what's so crazy about it is you know it's not like they're putting like magical pills in their food that's like making your IBS better making everyone have more energy it's like that's just how powerful plants are and like we can all eat that way but just because of how the modern world is it's a lot more difficult than it should be so it it kind of it makes it more attainable and like easier to eat the way that our bodies are meant to eat it's crazy like we got the cookbook during quarantine and my mom and I have been like cooking everything like we have definitely used this cookbook more than anything ever in our entire lives but it's crazy like we do like the walnut chorizo um, taco salad and the walnut chorizo tastes just like regular chorizo do you think so I think so and like the spices you use and like we like tricked like Anthony and my dad and they thought it was like actual meat like that's like (laughs) that's when you know it's good when it gets like the dad approval that's good but it's literally like their food it's like just add like a pinch of salt and lime juice and Mm -hmm. you're just eating avocado a pinch of salt and lime juice and it tastes so good like you know it's good foods healthy foods going into your body and like the digestive like I didn't know how much like good power mushrooms had until I like read about them through Saqqara and everything. Like it's insane. Like I'm in awe about this. I don't know why I didn't start earlier. Like I I highly recommend it for everyone. I know it's awesome. And what's like the coolest part to me about it is like I said before, like it's not like they created the magical miracle pill or supplement Mm -hmm. that changes everyone's life. Like it, it really is just giving the body more plants. And to me, that's the best possible example yeah. is how many people like yeah. receive the benefits going on it when in reality like you could just eat more plants on your own you don't have to go through Sakara. it just it's like easier and tastes delicious but but it very much is what I preach to my clients all the time of like your body will heal itself when given half the chance and that's very much has to do with like what you feed it is you know plants yeah. give your body that like message like we're all good. Everything's okay. And it repairs itself because you're giving your body that information through food. So it just, it's that's, like really cool, you know, I'm a nerd about it. 
super cool, actually. It kind of gave yeah. me like a, a little flashback. I don't know if you watched the show Down on Earth with Zach Efron <gasps> yet. I just I just watched the first couple episodes. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so because they like talk about some of that, like how using like the environment and like your fruits and your vegetables to actually like you know, just support your life, however mm-hmm. it is. It's really cool. So I kind of kind of gave me a little bit of an idea of like similarly similarities <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I know I feel like more people should know this because it's just it's so basic. You know, it's like what yeah. our ancestors thousands of years ago knew and we've just like forgotten it and it hasn't been ingrained in our modern day culture so but absolutely everyone should know and i feel like plant plant plant-based almost has like a stigmatism to it people Mm -hmm. are like oh i'm a meat and potatoes kind of person and it's like it really like trust me i like fish i like meat but like there's a difference when you eat this and how your body reacts to it yeah i think and i've noticed it also like I eat chicken and i'm sluggish like it's (laughs) and i and i love chicken i love chicken fingers like i I love a cheeseburger, but, like, there's just, like, a little bit, you know, it's plants are good for you. That's the whole Mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's, like, you know, like, something that I have been worried about kind of, like, becoming this new person, I guess, which I'm not because I still love my mac and cheese. You know, I love ice cream. (laughs) Like, it's not like I'm, you know, all plants all the time, Um, but... It, it was, like, embarrassing for me for a while, like, being out to dinner and, like, asking for a salad because I didn't want to be, like, the salad girl, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be, like, the girl who's, like, thinking – and I never wanted to come off, like, weight was the number one thing where I feel like there is the stigma of, like, if you care about being healthy, it's because you're insecure about the way you look. And I've mm-hmm. I've always been so, like – I wanted to press against that even in high school. I remember, like – eating three grilled cheese in the cafeteria because I was like, I want to show people that I feel confident in my body and that like other people should. And so it was definitely an kind of like accepting that that's the stigma that our, our culture has around healthy eating is that it's associated with wanting to lose weight versus just to like feed your body with the best, just to be healthy, just to like live your best life. So that's a, a great point. That's really cool. So Speaking about diet, so what about diets? What do you think of <laughs> like yes. fad diets? Like, what yeah. do you think about those? Like, good question. Yeah. So here's my diet spiel, and I can go on and on. So just cut me off when I need to stop. Oh, but, you can go. But basically, I you know every diet pretty much will like work, and I say work in quotation marks for everyone who can't see me do the little air quotes, but, um, it's, it's because you're cutting out bad things. So like, no matter if it's like a grapefruit juice diet or if it's keto diet, or if it's the three, two, one diet or whatever it is, you're going to have a moment where you're losing weight because you're cutting out bad things for you. But the problem with diets is that they're not sustainable. Like you can't live off of restriction period. So you know, like, yeah. and, and restriction in itself. So like my biggest problem with any kind of like diet, but especially fad diets that people just do out of like the trend of it, the biggest problem with it is because you're subconsciously training your mind to like, see those like bad foods as like, like the reward system. So you're kind of training your mind to think of it like, like you're training your mind to want it more 
because you want what you can't have. It's kind of like the yeah. bad boy mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, you like, if, you, oh, yeah. if it's <laughs> off limits, then you have to have it. You know, it's, you're training your mind to see food, not as like this intuitive, like I, I want it or I don't, or it'll feed me or it won't. And instead seeing it of like, I, it's like this attractive off limits type thing, whereas food should be nourishment. It shouldn't be this like off limits, um, intriguing, but scary, but you know, it just diets period are just not sustainable. That's my long answer short. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually <laughs> interested to like work next semester. Concha and I are taking nutrition. Um, yeah. and so I'm actually really interested to see, cause you know, with like the mouth and the oral cavity and teeth, like a lot of it plays on, like, we learn a lot about nutrition. Yeah. And yeah. You don't realize it. Oh my gosh. So, I bet you do. Yeah. So I'm really interested to like hear about that and learn a little bit more. But when you went to, you know, nutrition school and, you know, to start this new journey that you're on, Mm -hmm. what was like the most interesting thing that you learned or like, you know, that you were like, I had no idea. Like, I cannot believe I didn't know this my whole entire life. Oh my God. That's such a good question. And now I'm really going to have to think about it because there's, there's like so many so many things that like, I remember like rewatching so many things and like underlining furiously, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause it was, it was like so cool. I, I wanted to absorb everything. So there were a lot of things like that. And my nutrition school, which I went to integrative, um, what's it called? <laughs> school of integrative nutrition. <laughs> Can I think about it for a second? Um, I, so I went there and they did an amazing job at kind of like showing the bigger picture of like how, how nutrition and wellness is in our world and like maybe where it should be. And and it did a really awesome job. So I had those moments a lot where it was like the mind blow moment. Um, one, one thing that came to mind thinking about like, what was the coolest thing I learned? One doctor, and of course I forget her name now, but she gave a lecture talking about um, the impact of stress on our body. And like now that's becoming a lot more mainstream mentality, whereas before, mm-hmm. you know, stress and the body were so different. I, I remember just a side story because I always tell this, but, um, when I, I've always had like really bad period issues and going to my gynecologist and like, I had some like random breakthrough bleeding and I'm on the pill and it was just weird and random. And my doctor couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I've been really stressed. Like, could that be it? And she was like, no, stress isn't connected that much to the body. And in my head, I was like, I intuitively know that stress is what's causing this. And oh my God, but it's not doctor's fault because they don't, they like, don't learn that in medical school. Like they learn how to treat illnesses. They don't learn how to, you know, they they don't even take a nutrition class. That was something I learned. That was part of the mind blow. Um, Really? Yeah. They don't, most medical programs don't include a one nutrition class. Because well, we are about, ahead of the game yeah, over yeah, here. So. Yeah, go you guys. <laughs> Thank I know. you, NYU. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if NYU does it differently or if it's like just specifically for with, you know, what you guys are studying, but I don't know. So Do you know? I took, a, I took a nutrition class actually back in undergrad too. And so I kind of am interested to also see how it is compared to like once we obviously take it here and how they right. taught it to me at my other school. So, I mean, I think the fact that the fact that you're saying that med students don't take that when I took it in undergrad seems very interesting to see, me. I, yeah. I didn't take it. I didn't take a nutrition class in undergrad and I was a biology major and that was never even on our radar uh-huh. at all. So it's real. I I mean, like 
now I'm like, okay, I'm really excited to take this class. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to hear what you guys learn and what you think about it. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, Let me know. Um, but yeah, but, and I'm sure that's changing like that, that could have just been, and I'll say this, like I'm maybe a lot of programs have their students take it, but it's not required to have a medical Mm -hmm. license. I guess that's Mm -hmm. probably a better way to say it. Um, but, but most of the doctors that have always said, like, I, I never took a nutrition school my entire training. Um, so this doctor was talking about, you know, she had a patient come in who had strep throat and she was like, I've been doing everything to keep up my immune system. And the doctor was like, oh, well, what happened about like three days before you started showing symptoms? And she was like, um, it was something like she, I don't know, her purse got stolen or something stressful. And she was like, well, that's why, because your stress makes your immune response go down. And so I think that was a mind blow thinking of like how you can trace even like the common cold or stress, I mean, or strep to like when, when you have moments of like stress and your body reacts that strongly to it. Um, that was like a huge mind blow for me. I literally, if I'm, well, first of all, I'm stressed 24 seven. My (laughs) immune system is having a party all the time, (laughs) but like, I literally will get like, I remember I had exams. I had my boyfriend's like dad's wedding. I, it was like Christmas time. And I was, like, freaking out. And all of a sudden, I got this cold out of nowhere. And oh. I literally thought I was, like, dying. And I was like, I never get sick. What yeah. is this happening? But it was, yeah. like, a thousand things were piled up all at once. And-, and, like, that's what happens to me, too. Like, every time it's finals week, I'm, like, good. And then the second all of a finals sudden. end, it's mm-hmm. just, like, I'm sick. And then oh, it's, like, happens I- to me. Always all the time. I know it. It's going to happen when I'm done with finals. (laughs) I know. And we kind of like say that jokingly of like, oh, it's it's like just bad coincidence. Like it's always bad timing. It's bad luck. But it's not Mm -hmm. on accident. Like it's that's no, you can like take it all, which I will say, like the good thing about knowing this information, like even knowing like chicken makes you feel sluggish, Maddie, or like Mm -hmm. just knowing about your body in that way is it doesn't mean you should never have chicken. It doesn't mean you can never have stressful periods of your life. Like obviously we all will eat what we want. We all will have stressful periods, but it's just like knowing like, okay, I'm going into a stressful time. I have finals or I have my, you know, boyfriend's dad wedding dad's wedding and a lot's going on so I'm going to like be a little bit kinder to my body maybe add in a supplement that's going to help have some more vitamin c sleep more like you know how to how to not only like counteract what's going on in your body but you know how you know to expect it and I think that that's you know I I say a lot of the time like if I eat something or I drink too much well that's obvious everyone gets hungover when they drink too much but (laughs) like if I eat something like gluten makes me feel really bad and so I I can expect okay I'm gonna eat this pasta because it looks amazing and it's gonna be worth it but like the next couple days I'm just gonna feel like shit and I can anticipate that so then eventually I'm like is this really worth feeling like shit for a couple days and a lot of the times it is or you know (laughs) is it like it's not gonna be worth it so it, it it just that's like the point is like knowing this information about your body can help you counteract it and then expect it it doesn't mean you have to avoid it altogether. I think it's super interesting that you mentioned um, having a supplement to kind of counteract the symptoms or that you're going to have because, so it's really funny, but I like a uh, side story. I was like, I went out with my brothers and when we came back, he was like, oh, I got to take a vitamin B12 or something. I think he said B12. And mm-hmm. then 
he was just like, oh, it just helps with my hangovers in the morning. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I've never heard of that. And so I think it's interesting that, like, he, you, he's kind of doing the same thing, just, like, yeah. using his supplements to counteract whatever hangover he'll have. Yes. So I don't know if you've heard of it, that before or not. <laughs> yes. I, I think B12, I've seen the hangover patches, and I'm pretty sure that's what's in the hangover patches, and it's, like, released. You put it, like, on, like, an area where it gets into your, like, body easily, and that's, I think that's what's on there. So yeah, that's B12. B12. Yeah. yeah. I mean, B- B12 would make sense. I, I've heard about B12 specifically that it's it has to be, like, built up in the system for a while for it to, like, do, you know, effect. It's not, like, an immediate effect, but... But honestly, maybe. I mean, but hangovers are a good example of like, I'm going to take something now, not that it's going to be, I'm going to feel great because I just drank four glasses of wine, but like to to help it a little bit and you can like supplement for that. So it's a great example for sure. Now let's talk about your three drink rule because I consider you the founder of the three drink rule. Thank you. She literally like, it's like this thing that she has and like she'll always have like a tea or she has a glass of wine and then she has like a glass of water or a juice or something. What made you like decide to do this? Like, well, what is the three drink rule first? Yeah, okay. You can explain your three drink rule. <laughs> okay, I'll go into the whole spiel about it. So the, the three, it like cracks me up because so many people are so like curious and like confused about it, which I totally understand. But it like could not be like the stupidest thing I've ever done in my whole life. It just is like so simple. Like I, I've just, I like started doing that because I, I'm an, an extra person. I like to do more than I need to do. So I would have, you know, like a smoothie and coffee and water at the same time. And I started noticing like I was doing that a lot. Just that was like my morning routine. And so I started taking pictures of it and saying it was like three drinks at once Um, But then it it kind of, I started thinking about it like, okay, when I'm out to brunch and want to have a mimosa, how can I like counteract the the alcohol and the dehydrating? I'll have like a cup of tea and a water and, you know, so it it just kind of like, and it's helpful when I'm sitting at the table and working for a while. I think that's like the biggest one of why I recommend it because you, you know, you can be working and like totally forget to refill your water or to keep drinking. So having you know, a juice and a water and a coffee or or tea or, you know, whatever it is, having three of them, I can like sit and not move for hours and be super hydrated. Um, so it just, it's like such a simple thing of, of just, you know, like get creative about different ways to add in. It, it's a good reminder for me of if I only have like just water, which I have just water a lot. A lot of people are like, I gotcha. You're only drinking water on Instagram. I'm like, it's, you don't have to d- drink three drinks all the time. 24 seven. I would be peeing every five seconds if I drank three drinks at runs all the time. So it just, it cracks me up because people are so, I don't know why that it always just makes me laugh, but, um, it just, it's like, I, it's a way for me to get creative of like, oh, I can, you know, have a water with one of my eight green tablets in addition to my water and be drinking both at the same time. Like just a way to kind of get a little bit creative about how to add in um, a little more like nutrients or hydration. So that's basically it. Um, how to ca- cool. counteract when you're having something dehydrating like alcohol and, or coffee. Um, but it just, it's like very basic. I'm trying to remember what else 
What, what were the other parts of your question you asked? Oh, I just said, what made you decide to start doing it? We kind of answered yeah. it. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just kind of happened. And then I don't, I shouldn't have n- named it the rule because it does seem like it, you have to be drinking three drinks and like, that's a rule. It, it just, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I love doing it. I think it's so funny to post. I just posted right before I have my three drinks right now. But um, it, every every single time I post about it or I repost someone else posting about it, I have like at least a few DMs being like, what's the three drink rule? And like, why why do you do it? Like people are just yeah. why should I be doing this? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, well, ah. let me let me let me ask. What are your three drinks right now? <laughs> Good question. So I have my lemon water always. Mm. Then I have an iced tea, which is I have my Saqqara life tea. Um, I brew a cup at night and then I brew it and put it in the fridge over overnight. So then it gets cold and it's like a little iced tea treat I have in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. And then I have my iced coffee from this morning that I'm still drinking. Wow. Okay. Literally story of my life. I have like, I get an iced coffee in the morning and then I forget about it during the day. And then I'll Do look you? at it like five o'clock and be like, I need to drink that. And then I'm just like, <laughs> okay, that makes chug me feel it at better. five o'clock. So that happens to you. Yes, it happens okay. to me all the time. I'm so glad. Yeah. I know. I think oh. I just like forget or like I get thirsty. So then I don't want to drink it or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but then it's nice. You can like sip on it throughout the day. Be leisurely. Yes. Mm-hmm. A leisurely coffee. Leisurely at coffee. six o'clock at night and then I'm up until 1 a.m. <laughs> it's fine. You can't sleep forever. yeah oh my gosh no but like I'm so bad with drinking water when I like go out which I should be better but I I love water I'm not the person that's like oh water disgusts me like there's Mm -hmm. some people that are like I physically cannot drink water Mm -hmm. I just forget like completely and I don't know like when you go out the same way no just in general like I forget to drink water yeah so like I have to buy like the big water bottles like I have one beside me right now or else I will not drink water for the entire day yeah I have to have like it like the whole thing physically in front of me or else it's never that happens that's very common and it's understandable like water shouldn't be the forefront of your mind like you got shit to do you know yeah um does your bottle have a straw no I drink like it's like I the, just yeah. recently okay. bought a bottle, like a water thing, because I was like, I need to drink more water, and it has a straw in it. So I hope that having a straw is a good thing. <laughs> what if I was like, No, it's bad. Get rid of your straw. <laughs> so I'd be like, Get rid no. of the straw I'd be now. Like, Shit. <laughs> um, no, I I always suggest the the straw bottle to people who have trouble with it because I I don't think I would drink as much if I didn't have a straw because it's so easy to like put it. I won't put it near my That's microphone, so but like put it right in front yeah. of you and like sit and just like sip. And like you can do it so mindlessly rather than even though it's so silly, but it is a whole extra step to pick it up, drink it. You know, you have to like take a pause and like little things like that actually make a big difference, even though it's so small. But that's one Um, when you go out, if that's a problem, I don't know if you like colder wine, like if you like, you know, colder Prosecco or white wine. Yeah. But putting ice in your wine, unless it grosses you out, but it's it's not going to hydrate you, but it. It will be, if you can't remember to drink water, it'll do a little something for your hydration levels. See, I'm so bad when I like, like it, last night I went out with my mom and her friends. I know I'm so fun, but That like, is so fun. <laughs> that is, yeah. Okay, like I'm a part night. of my mom's book club for the summer. And <gasps> oh, so, so we jealous. had our book club meeting last night. But, what are you reading? Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. So. Cool. I've never heard <laughs> but of But they that. were like. They were very anti it, and so 
It was a very heated discussion last okay. night. So it's not, we're not recommending it. I would recommend it, but if you're not into like the weird sci-fi, it's a no-go. But okay. it's really not that bad. I don't think it's bad, but. Sounds everyone. interesting. That's a yeah. cool title. It's, a, it's very interesting. But I was like chugging Prosecco last night and then I like. I look down, I'm like, oh my god, I have a full glass of water, I need to drink that. I'm like three (laughs) glasses deep right now, and so then I'm like chugging the water. Yeah. That, it it really, it's a real struggle. And I hate, I really, I mean, I know the rule is like one glass of water for every drink you have, but I hate drinking water while I'm drinking alcohol, like... I just want it in my it system. It like ruins it. It ruins it. it. Like, I know. That's why put, I always like, try to you pee more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to waste your bladder space on water? <laughs> like stupid. But that's why I, I do like to do the icing. I always get like less drunk in a good way and like more tipsy fun and less drunk, sad, sad drunk when I have ice in my wine just a little so, hack that is a good tip <laughs> that is a really good to start tip. doing that yeah. yeah try it out oh my gosh okay so let's talk about wellness by josie yay your new adventure yeah okay what so you went to nutrition school mm-hmm. you you decide to get into the health and wellness aspect what made you like decide this is it this is i'm doing this like it's full speed ahead that is such a good question I actually I went to nutrition school not expecting at all to become a health coach I I was just like so interested in it and wanted to learn more um and then I you know talking they were talking about the coaching and obviously they they teach you how to be a coach and all that so I just started thinking like I I feel like I would be good at this like I a lot of the skills that I am proud of in myself are kind of like almost like training me to be a a coach. And I kind of realized that after the fact. Um, So it really was like, I didn't go into it thinking, oh, I'll be a coach and make money doing this. I just thought it was like, this is something cool. And it's going to be a hobby to learn more. And um, I think it was it was probably like halfway through that I was like, I just really want to help other people because I feel like now I, I know what to do. Like I get it. Like it's, it's clicking for me. And, and Um, you know, I, I loved so much, like helping a lot of my friends with different problems, whether it was like boy problems or whether it was health related or whatever, that that's always been something I have loved so much. Um, so I think all of those things just coming together was like, whoa, I, I need to be doing this. Um, it very much felt like, why haven't I done this sooner kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, again, I've always been a writer. I, I never took any business classes. So I still am like struggling so much with the business side of it. Um, it's been like a huge learning curve, like how to have my own business and register for an LLC and all that boring stuff. Um, and like, definitely everything has been like challenge in that aspect, but, um, otherwise like it's been so 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 cool to see how much my clients change and like they're different people by the end and that's like the coolest thing ever and I'm just like guiding them through it it's not like I have the the magic touch it's just like cool to see how they are changing and transforming and like happier like that's that's the biggest thing so um yeah it's been awesome I I yeah 
I guess I'm so, so proud of you. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. Where do I sign up? <laughs> um, on my website, actually. <laughs> uh, no, no, but like, actually, I think that's amazing. Like, it's so interesting. Like, I've always heard about health coaches. And mm-hmm. so actually to talk to one and actually like hear more about it. I think it's like your approach is very interesting. I feel like I've always heard about like, oh, do the diet, do the exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to cut out calories. You got to do this. Like... So hearing your approach is where you're just encompassing a natural, normal diet mm-hmm. and just making it work. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to to put it. Um, yeah, it's definitely been interesting because for sure before I, I went to this nutrition school and, and took this program and obviously became a health coach myself, I was like, health coach, that's a fake job. Like, you know, <laughs> that's just like random people charging money to do nothing and Um, I think any kind of coach, like the word coach is so overused in our society today. Like you can be a coach in anything, but I've learned that there's, you know, a lot of importance in that obviously being one now myself. Um, but I think going through my own transition, going through the school I went to, I really understood how much it's needed because the way that our medical system is set up is, you know, you go to the doctor, you talk for like five minutes, tell them what symptoms you have. They like prescribe you something, maybe give you a recommendation about food, maybe tell you to exercise more or whatever. And then you're out the door in 20 minutes, you know, like it's, it's not like the approach that I actually believe will heal people. I think that every single person has the power to be able to heal themselves. And, um, it's a lot of like how I, I, what I coach, I always say like, I'm not, I'm, I do give a lot of advice every single session I have, at least like three takeaways to practice for the next couple of weeks. But um, like the biggest power in coaching rather than going to a doctor, which you should still do, but just in addition, um, the biggest power. And that is because when you're able to talk and someone's asking you the right questions, you're able to think. And it kind of is like a therapy session of like, oh, I realize now why I'm doing this. What's happening? What's the problem? And then that's how you're able to heal yourself. Like, no doctor in the world can give you the answers to heal yourself unless you're like, I have this symptom and they're like, here's a pill to prescribe it. But, you know, when it comes to things like energy or like bad periods or like things that you wouldn't necessarily go to a doctor for them to to give you a prescription for, or even a lot of things you do give a prescription for, but no one wants to be on prescriptions their whole life. And yeah. um So I just believe so much, like we all have the ability to heal ourselves. You just need someone to be able to get you there because it's so Mm -hmm. unengrained in our brain to be able to do that ourselves. So that's like the coolest part. And sometimes you just need to talk to someone. Like, I love what you said, like you go to the doctor and they, you talk to them maybe for like a minute Mm -hmm. and then they write you a prescription and then you're out the door. Like I have gone to so many doctors where that has happened and they've prescribed me things that I'm like, you shouldn't be prescribing me this. Yeah. Like I'm too young to right? get this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and like, it could have been something as simple as you should go to like someone else. Like my mom started going to a holistic doctor. I don't know if she's called a holistic doctor, but she doesn't prescribe medication. She does like women's health, like with menopause and all that stuff. And like, Whoa. you know, mm-hmm. like the B12 shots and the, you know, it's it's a lot more less like, you know, I'm going to prescribe you, you know, a depression medication because you're depressed. Right. Like, we're going to talk it through and we're going to figure it out. And then if you really need it, you know, stuff like that. Right. So I, I love that you're doing this. I think women need this. Mm-hmm. Men need this. Yeah. I think it's a very 
you know, broad-based thing. I think yeah. talking things out is so good. You don't realize some things that are going on mm-hmm. in your life or yeah. just with your body in general. And other people can notice them. So this is amazing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I actually just, like, I want to appreciate the fact that you also aren't just saying, like, do health coaching and your life will be saved. You're you're mm-hmm. saying this as, like, an addition to still going to your doctor, yes. still getting your yearly checkups. And, like, I think that's, like, one thing that's really important is, like, you see the extremes of both ends. And a lot of people don't really fully understand that you can't just do one thing. Like, this is right. your body. There's multiple ways to look at your body. And being able to understand your body is very important but there are some aspects that you you do need a little extra help whether Mm -hmm. it is from another person another doctor whatever it is so like i like i like i seriously this approach that you have is like amazing and i it's like i'm so happy like that we get to talk about it and i get to meet you (laughs) i know i you're you're so right i love the way that you you worded it because it is very like we don't have the opportunity we have the doctor that we go to if we're sick or and like all we talk about is what's going wrong which obviously that's important and then we can get a therapist who we only talk about the mental part of it but there's no one connecting all of the aspects of our life together and like that's that's what I do is connect every single piece whether it's exercise whether it's work whether it's home environment whether it's nutrition and like connect those pieces together and like that I don't think anybody can really be healed unless every single part of of that is connected so connected exactly exactly what you just said yeah it's it's really fun well Speaking of mental, like, what are some of your go-to methods um, to get back to a mentor, me- better mental health state? <laughs> oh, you guys have so many good questions. You're making me think. <laughs> we love questions. I love you? a good question. Okay, so mental health. That's a that's a huge one. That's one of my favorite topics. Um, I... I believe a lot in in like the power of empathy and it's something I talk a lot on on my Instagram but I I believe you know you can meditate you can go for walks you can you know do all the things that we all know we're supposed to do for mental health and all those things are extremely important but I don't think until you're you train your brain to consistently come from a place of empathy you'll like really be happy and like satisfied like I think that that's the biggest component um gratitude's obviously another big one too but um you know especially when it comes to like suffering from anxiety which is something I've suffered with a lot in my life Mm -hmm. and a lot of people especially women do um I always you know obviously you have to care for yourself and give yourself the time and even like 20 minutes at the end of your day and 20 minutes at the beginning of the day can make a big difference in managing that anxiety but I don't really feel like we can be like happy truly and totally stress-free truly unless we always are coming from everything we do from a place of empathy and gratitude and it takes training like it's a skill it's not a circumstance it doesn't just happen because you know we get the perfect job or we look great all of a sudden or whatever it is like it's a skill in a way you have to train your your mind so um that's kind of like the biggest Thing related to mental health that I always, always like to start with, with my clients, especially um, just to be able to get them to that place of like, we're training the mind to work a different way. But, but in terms of like specific things, 
morning routine, nighttime routine, exercise, but exercising in a way that you crave, not like forcing yourself to go do 100 push-ups or whatever stupid, boring thing people do. Yes. You know, like doing something that you're like, I feel so good. Like I, I'm enjoying this. I'm not doing this because I'm supposed to. I'm doing this because it feels so good once I do it. Um, that is huge. Obviously, there's, you know, all the endorphin release and like the science behind it is very real. Um, and then other than that, like I'm, I'm biased to nutrition, but I really do believe in how, how powerful, like what you eat affects the way you feel mentally. So, um, you know, your gut and your brain are so interconnected and like nobody really wants to talk about the effect that health and or food plays on mental health, but it's, it's a, it's a big connection. So I always say like, if you're, if something's going on, like, is it the, you're having too much coffee? Is it you're eating too much processed foods and something in there is messing with your gut? Um, so just kind of like to be conscious of that connection. If like, you're doing all these things, if you're exercising, if you're, you know, having a morning routine and a night routine and you're meditating and doing all the things that everyone says you're supposed to do, and still something's not working to like, look into, look into what's going on with your gut. So those are my big ones. How do you stay, how do you stay like with a routine? Like I, I mean, I have my daily routines and like, I really do try to like, you know, I have to write out my day and I have, if, if I want to be productive, Mm -hmm. I have ADHD off off the wazoo. (laughs) So how do you like stick to a routine? How do you go, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my morning routine where that's meditation, working out, you know, having your coffee, writing down what you're grateful for. How do you like stick to that every morning and get into that routine? That's a great question. I have two answers to that question. First one, if you're not able to hold yourself accountable, then find someone else to do it. That's a big part of what I do is just holding people accountable and not in like a scary way of like, did you do it? Cause if you didn't, I'm going to be mad at you. But like, just knowing that you're going to, that, you know, someone's going to be checking in and asking if you did it makes you do it more. Like sometimes we do just need like the extra accountability. So mm-hmm. if not a health coach, then like tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your friend, will you text me tomorrow and see if I did this, you know, like even something yeah. that simple and like just for a few days can kind of get you in the mojo of doing it. So think about how to hold yourself accountable in ways that are not just up to you because we don't always hold ourselves accountable. And then the the second part is making sure that whatever you want to accomplish is in a, in a way that you enjoy doing it. So like if you dread getting out of bed and don't want to get out of bed, get out of bed earlier and then fit in time to do something you're so excited to get up to do, whether it's like reading the book you've been dying to get to or watching TV. Like if that's going to get you excited, do that. And then it, it'll help you get into the habit of doing that one thing. But it, it's got to be something you enjoy. Like, that's why I all this, the diets and, and you know, the that are like salads and like Whole30. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not fun. That's not going to make me like excited to do it. You want to find recipes that are, are those things. If you want to eat more yeah. plants, whatever your diet or your nutrition goal is, but do it in a way that you're like excited about it and it it won't feel like you're trying to create a routine or habit. It'll just feel like you're excited to live your life. And that's how it should be. That's so true. Wow. That's amazing. Like, that's actually have, really, really good that's advice. That's good advice. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm about to like, <laughs> yeah. text a bunch of people like, I better yeah, do this tomorrow. <laughs> 
really it's, it's so important. funny because i I like I feel like I've tried doing that and then people make fun of me for it but I'm just like well I just need you to do it for me please (laughs) I know that's the the hardest part is finding someone which anyone listening you can text me and for free I will hold you accountable myself you do not have to pay me to be your health coach I'll still do it because that's the the hardest part for sure is like being like who cares first of all and second of all like who will do it and not make fun of me so yeah. totally. I mean, that's the hardest part is like finding someone else to hold you accountable. Yeah. During quarantine, like I was having such a hard time working out and stuff. So when Anthony was here, he was like, yeah, he was like, we're working out right now. And so I would do like Melissa would help through Chloe Ting. And like, mm-hmm. that's how I got because he was doing it at the same time. And yes. then he would hold me accountable or I would hold, I'd be like, okay, we had to work out today. We haven't worked out today. And it was just like, it made me feel better because, you know, you dread it. You're like, oh, I don't want to do a 30-minute exercise. Like, that's mm-hmm. so much. Like, I don't have time. But you yeah. do have time. You watch an hour-long TV show yes. sitting on the couch. Like, you yeah. have time. Yes. So, and I put on my Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and work out at the same time. That's how I get Smart it done. multitask. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's a, a great example of, like, if you, yeah. like, some people just hate any kind of working out. So then watch your favorite show while you're working out and, like, that's a way to enjoy it and like you're tricking the mind so that's actually a good tip in itself watch real housewives of beverly hills while you work out (laughs) and you'll get fit you'll get fit (laughs) that is so funny or i'll listen to podcasts like i you know sometimes i can't hear the person like say okay five more Mm -hmm. like i'll be able to see it but then i'll have like something else playing like music or like just so, because, like, sometimes, like, just hearing them, like, count, like, it, yeah. it does, it's meditating sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to you yeah. right now, I need to listen to something else, so. Totally, yeah. sometimes yeah. it's just boring. Yeah. A hundred percent. I do have to admit, it sometimes is just boring, so. And you're doing I'm exactly like just, what you should, is, like, how do yeah. I make this more enjoyable for me? So, good job, Maddie. Points for you. Seriously, okay, can you just, like, hold like hold me accountable now? Because, like, yes. I need someone to just tell me to do these workouts. Like, I was telling Madison, I'm starting the Chloe Ting challenge, and I totally oh. missed yesterday. <laughs> so we're going to have to. I told her, I was, like, I was like, put it in your calendar. But then yeah. it's if you put it in your calendar, you just hit snooze or ignore right. or dismiss, <laughs> and then it's gone for the day, and you're never seeing it again. That's so. true. Literally, you can dismiss yeah. it. Or then you're like, oh, well, I didn't do it yesterday so i'll just not do it for the rest of the week because i already you know exactly. ruined it so ruined it yeah so i'm coming for <laughs> well, you i will hold you accountable <laughs> we'll hold you accountable together yes, we'll all guys. just hit group effort. everybody listening go dm her every morning or whenever you <laughs> yes. work out we'll all yeah, as a please. as a community as a community everyone just go everybody <laughs> <laughs> i would appreciate that actually yeah you'd reach your goals for sure Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, I want to talk about your social media just a little bit, just because yeah. you are very positive. Like, and I was telling a con, I was like, I sent you, I sent her your Instagram and I was like, stalker, I'm not joking. Every single post will make you feel better. It's not yeah. just like the sun is shining. Have a good day. It's like, these are 10 ways that, what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're very like positive. What made you decide to have a positive mindset on Instagram instead of being like this influencer 
I consider you an influencer, but you always say, I'm not an influencer. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make everyone feel good. I want to do good and use my platform for good. So what made you decide to be like, I was the anti-influencer in a way? (laughs) Oh, I like the (laughs) anti-influencer. Well, thank you, first of all. That means so much to me that you receive that and feel that way. Um, It's a good question because I... You know, I've always, like, loved Instagram. Like, I know a lot of people hate it. And you guys had such a great episode about social media and, like, the what goes wrong with social media. And a lot does. And it's, like, really messing up our world for sure. And thank you for um, adding your input. We asked her if anyone remembers. She added a big section on her ways to combat social media anxiety. Yeah, Yeah, go go listen to that episode if you haven't. (laughs) I love talking yes. to the people. I don't know who it is, but I We're love talking to the people. Talking today. To the people. Just a tip for everybody listening. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking me to share because it's that's like my favorite, one of my favorite topics to to touch on because I really think it, it can be used for good. You just have to be super mindful about it. But I've always loved Instagram. I I be, wanting to be in fashion, like I've always loved cultivating an aesthetic. Like I I have like a strong sense of, um, I want to say sight, but that's not the word, but you know, a strong (laughs) sense of like what looks pretty and that makes me happy. And so I've always enjoyed seeing a feed, going through my feed, looking at pictures that make me happy. But, um, I, I think in high school, like I started saying like, everyone's using it to post themselves looking good or looking cool with their friends. And like, that's, great, but then it's not making anyone feel better about themselves. So like, what really is the point? And, um, I, I think being in, in online media, which my career has been for a few years now has really opened my eyes to like how people treat social media that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. Like there's a lot of people that are so negative to other human beings, like whether it's a Kardashian, whether it's an influencer Mm -hmm. that did something wrong or the amount of hate people feel like they can share was so like appalling to me and still is consistently appalling and like when I see that and even like myself I've gotten comments sometimes that are that are not coming from a place of like constructive criticism or like I think you're incorrect it's coming from a place of like I want to say something mean and hurt your feelings and like every single time I read something whether it's to me, which luckily, fingers crossed, hasn't happened that much yet. But like mostly reading it about other people, I always think like the fact that they even think something negative instead of something positive or being empathetic shows their wounds, not, you know, your faults or the person's fault. So I think I kind of wanted to like, I felt like this mission of, okay, how can I change Instagram from being this place of like comparison and kind of like bullying and and like this like mean place to being this place of like here's something I can go on and it's going to make me happy and like make me feel good and not feel like oh I don't look like her so I feel like shit or I don't you know do what she does so I feel like shit but very much like how can we all you know how can I help people feel better and get better and inspire them while still being like the point is not to do xyz the point is just to be happy so whatever that means for each individual. Um, so yeah, I think I've, I really felt called to use Instagram for 
a platform and to to try to shift it to a different place, which obviously is not an easy task. It's a very big no. platform and I have very few followers. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I just, I I saw so much bad that I wanted to share the good. And we always talk about social media. Yeah. Like social media, I love, I mean, I love social media and I always say like, I hate it, but I really don't. Like, I love it, but <laughs> I do think it's so toxic. Yes. But yeah. you, I mean, like I am, I love it. I could be having like a bad day and it's almost like you read my mind. Like you'll post something that pertains to like how I'm feeling or something that I needed to hear or read or just see. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I needed to read this. I needed to see this. Like, cause there's so much hate on there Mm -hmm. that like you need that positivity or you need to like, and that's, I, that's what I hate about like everything is just the negativity and like Mm -hmm. you know you see these people they're not coming from a place of constructive criticism they're just out there to be mean they're just out there to be rude and there's no point to that Mm -hmm. so like I just love that you're trying to change it you know one Instagram post at a time (laughs) one post at a time well (laughs) thank you thank you so much for saying that it it really is and and you guys do so much too and like spreading how, how people can use it better and how it should be and how to be conscious of both how you are and how you're coming off to other people. Mm-hmm. And so you guys do a, a great job. We're too. trying. We're, we're, we really we're are. We're starting we, out. I can tell. <laughs> I've loved the, the Instagram so far. All the quotes are so good. Like everything you guys post, I'm like, <laughs> I want to repost this. I want to repost this. You can repost anything. We it's just so well. love yes. like finding positivity mm-hmm. and like, you know, uh, and you follow this account too, Mayfair Group. And I just discovered them. <gasps> They're so cool. I bought their clothing before I followed them on Instagram. I don't know how this happened. But <laughs> I, um, oh my gosh, every single day, I'm like, I love everything that they're posting. Because it's just so positive. I just like, now yeah. I'm like unfollowing all the things that are making me happy. And I'm following yes. all these like positive quote Instagram. So yeah. And self-love supply is another one that's amazing. That oh, I, I don't know that so. one. Self-love yep. supplies. Supplies. Self-love supply. Supply. Yeah. Love Singular supply. supply. Singular supply. Okay. Okay, so. I'll check them out. Yeah, I know. It's so important to to only offer or, like, to, you know, give yourself, like, feed your body. Like, Sakara says this a lot, actually. They'll say, you know, nutrition is not just the food that you eat. It's, like, what you listen to, what you watch on TV. And I, like, my boyfriend loves horror movies and I hate them for one because <laughs> I am such a scaredy cat and I have so much anxiety but also because I'm like I hate them too I don't want my body to react I want my body to like oh, laugh yeah. you know like I don't want it to get yeah. cortisol raised you know so um but thinking about that with Instagram like what do you want to look at that's going to like affect your body because that's what's happening you know it's not just about mm-hmm. like what you should yeah. and shouldn't do it's about what is going to make a difference for the better for your mind and body and self and life so it's it's so crucial to be so mindful of like who you're allowing to show up on your feed yep. yeah 100 I, I love that yeah i think Cannot it's very agree more <laughs> yeah seriously um but i think we're gonna get started on playing a quick game of Ooh. rapid fire oh my gosh this is so fun <laughs> okay i can't think that quick so but I'll try. Okay. You, we'll it's give you some time to think. Yeah. Okay. It's really not rapid fire, but we like to call it that because it's just... <laughs> it's fun. It's and catchy. we chime in too, so don't yeah. worry. Okay, good. All right. I love it. <laughs> All right. First question. So what is your favorite method or way to de-stress? 
Oh my god. There's this like picking my favorite child. <laughs> I want to first say, one that comes to mind. I'm gonna say the annoying thing that no one wants to hear, but exercise. Okay. That's my honest truth, oh, and yeah. that's an annoying answer, but it's my honest truth. Uh, hey, I love it. I always yeah. say I work out for my mental health, not for my body. That's right. Well, not for my physical. But right. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Not to burn <laughs> calories. You work out for your mental health. Yes. Yes. Totally. You. Okay. What is one product that you recently discovered that you're obsessed with? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. Now I have to make it good. Um, let me think. Oh, oh, I got a good one. Moody Girl Chocolate. I just posted about them on Instagram. Have you guys heard about them? I've been them? wanting to try. I've heard of it and I really I want to try it. Okay. What is that? I feel like you'll love this. Yeah. I literally live under a rock. I feel like guys. So just. It's a smaller <laughs> brand. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's. Um, so I just heard. I just found out about this brand. They're um, obviously chocolate and I have a huge sweet tooth. I love chocolate and I always eat mm. like some kind of dark chocolate at the end of the night. Um but they put different like adaptogens and like superfoods in them. So you're getting more benefits than just like the antioxidants from dark chocolate, which is, I like to say it's a superfood because it is in itself, but you're getting a lot more benefits as well. But it tastes so good. Like I swear it tastes better than any, any other chocolate. Like I want to try. It tastes so good. I, I like the, um, they, they have one for, for periods which is really awesome and so I obviously take that when I'm on a period but then they have a chill out one that has like ashwagandha mint oil and it's so so I cannot stress enough how good it is so that's my recommendation I'm gonna have to try this because I Me I too. love chocolate like oh my god I, I can eat like a whole 500 bars of chocolate yeah <laughs> So that is the problem this. is because which they don't even say on the label but i'm like since there's like magnesium in it and like actual things like i can't eat the whole bar right or like can i because you know like you have to be like mindful about how much you eat i think but so that's the only thing is i you mean can't they eat always a whole say bar. like too much of a good thing is also a bad thing that's so. that's true that's very <laughs> true <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can't try this because I'm the person. Oh my god, and Josie, you're gonna yeah. kill me. I'm the person that like I can only take like gummy vitamins, but I t- I take like 500 you a day. So many. <laughs> they taste so good. That's why they're like, dangerous because you want to eat them like candy. Yeah. Oh my god, my mom literally was like, "I have to hide these." So I was like, so I was like popping popping the gummies like, all day long. I get it. She's like, "You're no, you're only supposed to have two. and I was like, five deep. <laughs> You're going to be really extra healthy, right? extra healthy, <laughs> jacked up on your vitamins. You're I just hope my body like flushes it all out. It'll, it'll know. Yeah, it'll be like, sitting in there. oh, those darn gummy vitamins. We'll just flush, yep. flush those right out. Yep. It'll know. It'll figure it out. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's God. That's so funny okay. If you could only wear one outfit from your closet for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. This is so good. My answer is going to be super specific. Kitten heels, favorite kind of shoe. Hmm. Skinny high-waisted jeans. Blazer. Some kind of t-shirt. But it has to be like a cool oh. blazer. Like it can't be like a plain black one. It has to be like silky or. Like a, yeah, yeah. like a cool checker. Yeah, cool like, checker. I love a good blazer. I love a good blazer. Like a, 
And I yeah. just discovered like wearing a sweatshirt under a blazer, <gasps> like a sheet. And it's a Ooh. especially in New York in the winter, it's a oh. highly recommend. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> okay, new outfit idea. Yeah. yeah. Cute. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush or hall pass? Oh, Zach Efron. Oh, so yeah. that was the easiest of all the questions you asked, especially after um, watching the sh- that show Down, 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 to, Down yeah. to Earth. I'm like, if we met, we would probably be soulmates. <laughs> My boyfriend's right here in the kitchen. He, he knows it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's your hall pass. It's my it's hall fun. pass. That's my easy answer. And like, I'm not going to meet him. So it's fine. But if I did, uh, if you did, you will. Did, watch yeah. out. I, I, am, I am in Los Angeles. So I have my eye yeah. out. <laughs> who is, uh, okay, so who is someone that inspires you every day in your life or on your social media? Ooh, can it be someone I know? Yes. I know that's yeah. like, in your life, that's or... always the boring answers. People are like, my mom, but, but. No, say someone that you know. Well, my real yeah. answer, well, now I feel like I have to say my mom, which would be my real answer is she, she's like how I always think when I'm in social settings, because She's really great at like making everyone she talks to feel important. So um, her for sure. Now I feel like I'm going to have to name everyone in my family now. This is a dangerous <laughs> question. I should have stuck with famous people. I'll just say, you know, everybody in my family, I am very inspired from bottom line. Going back to famous people, because that's where I should have just gone straight to. Um, <laughs> I, someone that inspires me. Oh my gosh. I feel like I have a lot and now I can't think of any I Melissa Wood Health is such a great example to me like I love what she's been able to do with her career and that's such a an inspiration just from a career standpoint in itself Mm -hmm. but like just the way she uses social media um she actually also went to my nutrition school so it's just cool to have that connection with her Mm -hmm. um huh who do I love (laughs) I'm like do I even (laughs) love anybody Melissa Wood Health is, I love her. Yeah. That's just, she like comes off her. so warm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I feel so awkward, rec- like trying to record myself on Instagram stories. You do such a good no, job. I with, can't re- do it. I like hate. You don't look awkward. I don't think you look awkward, well, but you. I mean, I would look awkward. I look like a. It just feels so like weird, you know? And she does such a good job at like, you just feel like she's like genuinely so warm and like welcoming and somehow even though it's over this like weird platform so yeah she's she's really an awesome person I literally I said that I was like I feel like she's in the room with you when you're taking the online class oh my gosh that's so true and and she responded to my Instagram story I'm like (gasps) oh so I was like fangirling I was like oh my god I love you (laughs) she is she's I think she does a great job of like responding she's she's good at that too and connecting her audience but don't you love like after her workouts and she'll be like oh that was like the energy shift was like and you you're like oh yeah she's I get it the energy shift I want to be her so badly just like that is one person if I could like trade place with I would want to be her because her kids are so cute I know her kids are so cute I know she has the dream life for sure so contrary, you'll have to stalk her now. I know. So, yeah. I, Do you I not know. take her I'll give you my I'll I'll give you her, my the login so you can yeah, take her class. Try it out. Or you can have okay. my login. Sounds so good. It's worth it. it. Sounds yeah, like we'll just share login. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I feel like Netflix. <laughs> well, I'll just pass around the login. Yeah. So what is your go-to cheat meal or something that you love when you feel stressed or need a craving? Ooh. Feel a craving. 
Um, this is a really good question. I know it's supposed to be rapid fire, so I won't go into super long answer, but what my, I want my answer to be, and I'm trying to make it shorter is that to me, there's no such thing as a cheat meal. And when I'm stressed is extra when I want to be healthier and give my body what it needs. But I will say since I, you know, there's no such thing as a cheat meal to me, like when I'm craving something, I make it and just get creative about making a healthier version. So like if I want pasta, I have pasta like pretty much every night for dinner because I love pasta, but I'll have, you know, like a chickpea pasta or a brown rice pasta or a spaghetti squash or whatever. Um, I would say that's my favorite meal in the world is pasta. I also love like when we order out, I always want sushi because I love sushi. It's it'll just always my favorite. Some like dumplings. I want sushi every night. (sighs) Me too. If I could have sushi for every meal, I would a hundred percent. Same. So those are those Same. are my two answers. Oh, love it. Okay, so are you reading anything right now? Yes. I just started reading The Untethered Soul. Have you guys heard of that? Ooh. No, it's but I really love, like a good book recommendation. It's if you're into like self-help books and like that kind of vibe, it's really interesting. Like it kind of goes about it from like a very psychological perspective. So it's really cool. I I like just started a couple of days ago, so I'm just newly into it but it's really good so far okay that sounds really interesting i love the name i know that just like immediately grabbed my attention i don't even know if i'm saying that word right so i shouldn't say i sound smart (laughs) saying it but i know it sounds very fancy very bougie yeah very what is your favorite drink right now it can be non-alcoholic or alcohol i i i don't like a lot of drinks so i'll give you all the drinks that i like which isn't a lot. This is the only thing I'll ever drink. Obviously, coffee, but it has to have superfoods or else it's not. I just don't care about it. Um, I put like inulin powder for prebiotic fiber, coconut milk, cinnamon, do the whole thing. Um, and then I like to blend it up in a latte. So that's what I drink a lot of the time. And it's very delicious. Um, I love a green juice. I love – those are the only non-alcoholic drinks I like. Water, obviously <laughs> – I always add stuff to my water, a little lemon, a little ginger, just to spice things up. Um, And then alcoholic, I only always drink like a tequila soda with lime or like a skinny margarita, but I like it spicy. Or I have Prosecco. It's not spicy margarita. It's like, ugh. Oh my gosh. That's my go-to summer. I do like LaCroix, but I get like the flavored LaCroix to add like a little spice. And then I put jalapenos (sighs) and muddled lime. That sounds so good. That's a good idea to put LaCroix, make it with LaCroix. I know, I might go downstairs. I know, like, I know what I'm doing after we get off the call. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy Spicy margarita. I actually am. Tonight I'm making, I brought, I bought ingredients to make a Prosecco margarita. You're going to have to let me know how that is. Because those are my two favorite things. Me too. I saw the recipe and I was like, the only two things I like combined. Sounds great. Have you made a Saqqara drink no, yet? No, but I all of theirs look so good. Like the Sedona Sunset one looks amazing. <gasps> I know. I really should I do know. that. I know. I want to try it so badly. I know. Those look so good. <laughs> I had to ask because I want to do it <laughs> no. so badly. I need to know if someone's tried it. If anyone has tried it, DM me or DM Josie. We need <laughs> we to need know. We need to know. Someone <laughs> let us know how they did it. <laughs> we need to know. I know. Yeah. It's so good. Um, okay. If you could play anyone, um, if you could choose anyone to play you in a movie, who would it be? Okay, this one's kind of easy because I get this comparison a lot. Zoe Deschanel, a lot of people say just like her personality Ew. reminds them of me. I don't think we look very much alike, but I think it's more of like the socially awkward, the quirky thing. Personality. 
I love that. Probably her. She's so fun. I know, she's fun. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a really nice compliment. That's a good way to put it. Okay. What is your favorite restaurant ever? (gasps) Favorite restaurant ever. Oh, my gosh. Um, What is my favorite restaurant ever? I want to say this is just the only one coming to mind. Catch, which is the most like basic every in- influencer in the world goes there but i love it because they have this cauliflower um i don't even i don't remember yes. what sauce is on it but it doesn't taste like cauliflower it's not i'm not like being an annoying health freak right now it's like actually the most delicious thing in the world so that's it's coming to mind and i'm a big atmosphere person so i love the one in and i don't know what the one in new york's like but the one in la is like you know super pretty the one in la is so much cooler than the Is one it? in New York. Okay, I'm happy I to hear that. I have still yet to go. <gasps> you so have to go. Can yeah, we a concert. Please? We have yeah, to you go. You guys should make, as soon as it opens, I don't know if it's, a, well, obviously you shouldn't go soon, but you know, you should go as soon yes, as you when can. when everything's back yeah, to Yeah, because it's so good. I don't know if the menus are the same either. I don't know. Is it, it is. It's completely okay. the same. Oh. I've only been LA. The one in New York, the like top floor is like a roof, half a rooftop, and then it turns into a club. Oh. So it's kind of cool. But the one in L.A., like, when we went, like, we saw so many famous people. Oh, my yeah. God. And then when we, Anthony and I left, there was, like, paparazzi everywhere. And I was like, quick, smile. <laughs> You're here for us. <laughs> Yay. You're here for us. <laughs> look like it. I know. That is funny. Yeah, so. I know. I'm a big, like, it's always fun when that happens. So. <laughs> That's the best part about being in L.A. is, like, hoping you see famous people. So, yeah. gotta do it. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like you see so many more famous people in New- in LA than in New York. I see no one. Do you? Oh, you yeah, don't definitely. see anyone. Oh, I've seen Cindy Crawford <gasps> three times. Is she stunning? I don't know in how, person? but she's the only famous person. She's super <laughs> tall, and I never realize I'm standing next to her until someone tells me, and then she's gone. Oh my gosh! Oh, and I saw Kaya Gerber with her <gasps> one time. And she's like, <gasps> is she like unreal in person? Tall. Like I cannot even mm-hmm. imagine. She's there. Well, there. I was passing them in Soho. Uh-huh. And I had my headphones, and all of a sudden I look up, and I was like, they look so familiar. <gasps> and then I was like, oh, my God, it's Cindy Crawford and Kaya Gerber. Stop. No And I was like, way. I feel like that would just not register like, oh, in my brain. Like, my God. Oh, that's. It didn't. I was like. crazy. I was like, oh, my that's God. That's because I've seen her multiple I, times. Yeah, and then I was in Intermix, like, checking uh-huh. out. She was returning something, and then I had no idea, and then the register person was like, did you know who that was? And I was like, no. She's like, that's Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. And I was like, what? Wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. Are you joking? Should I go follow her? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god, I, that's like my goal before leaving New York is to to run into or see a famous person. Like literally, that's Gosh, all. I you have ask. to. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. How long have you been there? We've been uh, there for at least both, a year. Okay. At least yeah. a year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're. It's like your your time is coming. We have time. We yeah. have time. Yeah, it's coming. It's I feel com- it. Yeah, it's like put <laughs> the vibe out there. My Gigi and Bella. You have to yes. see the Hadid. That's my. That's my goal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I know that would be a fun one. <laughs> okay. So, um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I would say time travel, but not in my lifetime because that could get I weird. like that. Like in other lifetimes. I would want time travel. Now I'm changing my What was, my your, what was yours? I always say invisibility. Oh. Invisibility. I would use that for bad reasons. But, I can't get myself that. Yeah. Um, time travel, because then I can go back, because I always say I was born in the wrong era. I should have lived in like Marie Antoinette's <laughs> yeah. time. I always oh God, say that. You would that, be great yeah, in Marie Antoinette's time. Party with her. Time travel. I know. With yeah. the, like, 
<laughs> You're born for the wig. I know, I'm born for the wig and the yeah. dresses, literally. Yeah. I know, wouldn't that be fun to be able to go back? Okay. Yeah, that's my answer. With the masquerade balls. I love Macaroons. <sighs> but I think I get what you're saying. I would be afraid to, like, mess up with, like, history. Right? I know, like, all the TV shows, that, like, it, that could get weird. Yeah, it would not no. be good. That's a good point. It would get really weird, and I'd do something really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd probably bring a lottery ticket yeah. with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea oh, yeah. set my set my future self yeah. up and then <laughs> you know down. it's not a bad idea hide it in like a box yeah. somewhere <laughs> who wins the world series oh, in 2005 great idea. Yeah. Just make, a bet. <laughs> make a bet and then cash in that's the way to do mm-hmm. it see but then that's where you get in trouble yeah. that's yeah. where you mess with history <laughs> okay what is your favorite tv show my favorite tv show is vanderpump rules and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and The Bachelor and all the trashy reality shows I can fit into my brain. Okay, I love Real Housewives. I've watched, I've rewatched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills so much over quarantine because, like, I'm just obsessed with Dorit. I love Dorit too. Who's People your, don't like her. Who is your favorite? Oh, I, I love her. I, I love, her, love too. her and her style is I so know. cute. I, I will say my favorite changes every season. I, I have a loyalty to Lisa Vanderpump and like you're a Lisa I'm Vanderpump a, I'm a, girl. I'm a Lisa girl and I was like devastated the last season when I'm kind of sad too I'm not gonna I lie I think it's just because like yeah. watching her in Vanderpump Rules I like feel like this like kinship to her I also did see her in person once yeah. and I talked to her and it was amazing and she's so beautiful in person but mm-hmm. so I think I just have that like oh she's Vanderpump Rules like I have a loyalty to her but I, I always love Dorit. Even when she, like, does something stupid, I still love her. And I love, well, Lisa Renner and her bag Amazing. of pills. I'm obsessed with I love with Lisa her. Renner. And Kyle Richards. Those are, like, my three I know. Favorites. Yeah, those are all the good ones. <laughs> I know. I love yeah. them. Okay. Getting a little deep now. Advice you'd give to your teenager self. Oh. This is, you guys have all the really good questions. Um, I should have, like, studied before. um let's see I'll say this I will say because I think I as everybody else was angsty and you know I think I was less so than normal people but I would probably tell my younger self like just like choose to be happy and just like do it like it's it doesn't have to be this like everything so hard like the point of life is to just enjoy it um I think I wish I had known that when I was a teenager and also to like get over like stupid ex boyfriends, like <laughs> stop get wasting time. Like, Jeez, <laughs> come on. So yeah, that's what oh I'd say. Gosh. What is the best advice you have ever received? <laughs> These are really good. The best advice <laughs> I have ever received. I feel like I just wrote an article saying this sentence and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, the best advice. Oh, I have a really good one. Actually, my my grandma, who's an, who's probably one of the people I admire most in the whole entire world. She's 90 years old now. Still like the most fun. Maddie, I think you met her at graduation or something yes. like she's she's so come cute. out to the bars and I stuff a lot with us. But um, she's told me since I was little, she'll just say like, be adorable, be adorable. Like she says it all the time. And like, 
I hear her telling me to be adorable all the time in my head. And it sounds like such a simple thing, but in every situation, like whether it was like a problem at work and, or like, you know, I was upset about a boy or whatever it is. Like I remember to be adorable and that sounds so stupid, but it has like made me rise above so many things. So like that's honestly like the best advice I've probably ever received and has like stuck with me the most and like probably changed my life the most. And you know, not that you're supposed to be adorable all the time. Cause I know it sounds like a little anti-feminist to be like, just be cute. But, um, but yeah. you know, just being like, but I yeah, love like, that. That's like a good, just be yeah. nice. Yeah. Just be like, whatever. Like, you know, don't, don't get yeah. so don't let someone else affect you so much. I think is how I take that. And like, just be nice. I love that. Love that. Like, honestly. This has been a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Like, talking to you. Like, I, this has been so amazing. Oh my Thank gosh. you so much for coming on and taking yes. the time out of your day. I, you are unreal. Thank you guys for having me. I feel me. like I learned so yeah. much from Good. you. And I'm so, I learned so, so much like, from you guys. So I'm happy we had, like, an exchange, you know, knowledge exchange. Yeah, no, this was amazing and i would love to keep having conversations with yes. you more so like we're gonna probably have to get you back on here yeah, if you ever want to you know, do a little <laughs> advice <laughs> column yeah. for our podcast more i than would welcome. love an advice we love column. hearing your input i love giving advice <laughs> yeah advice to josie <laughs> do no it. i really would i would it. love that but i i love all of your guys's podcast every episode is awesome i love your brand and everything you're doing so i'm so happy to be a part of it you guys are awesome thank you yes. thanks so of course, much of course and thank you guys so much for inviting me on this was so much fun yeah. so much fun well thank you so much for tuning in this week to the tlc we drop new episodes every wednesday at 10 a.m eastern standard time we are available to listen on apple podcasts and spotify Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or DM us, email us, send us through Carrier Pigeon, whatever you want to do. Um, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at the Ladylike Chatter, and also follow Josie, yes. Josie Period Santi um, on Instagram. Um, we want to hear from you, and we love you all. Thank you so yeah. much, Josie. You're amazing. Thank you, Thank you. and go check out her website because yes, she has Wellness by book Josie. Book a free consultation. Yes. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. Oh my Bye. gosh. Thank you. Bye.